0: What he's asked me for is going to cross me greatly. But I'm willing to give God what he's asked for. And so as he makes his way up the hill with Isaac, he's going up the hill all the way, but he's already spoken a word of faith. Amen. Amen. Can we just take a few seconds here and just just begin to think about God? Just... Just begin to worship God. Just begin to think about God. We just say we want to be where he is. Can we just take a moment to get into that space? That Can we take a moment to get into that ma- mind frame, oh God? To bless him for who he is. To, just to thank him, oh God. To just Hallelujah. Just to lift up our hands, oh God. And, and declare that you are good above all others. To declare the wonders of the Lord. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, Lord. Bless your name, Father God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. 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 Oh, it's a wonderful thing to be in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Giving honor to our God and our Father and to our Lord and our Savior. And giving honor to Reverend Tysha Cuthbertson. Amen. And to all of these wonderful members of the body of christ here at wesley amy zion church amen amen Amen. Amen. can we give it up for our children one more time amen amen Amen. what a wonderful job you children have done this morning amen amen you ain't even gonna have to pay for your shirts amen amen (laughs) amen amen If we would turn our attention once again to the scripture that was read earlier in Genesis, the 22nd chapter. I want to lift up the first five verses. Genesis chapter 22, verses one through five. Once you have it, say, Amen. It reads, Sometime later, God tested Abraham's faith. Abraham God called. Yes, he replied, here I am. Take your son, your only son. Yes, Isaac, whom you love so much and go to the land of Moriah. Go and sacrifice him as a burnt offering on one of the mountains, which I will show you. The next morning, Abraham got up early, saddled his donkey and took two of his servants with him, along with his son, Isaac. Then he chopped wood for a fire for a burnt offering and set out for a place God had told him about. On the third day of their journey, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. Stay here with the donkey, Abraham told the servants. The boy and I will travel a little further. We will worship there, and then we will come right back. Amen. I want to share this morning from the subject of setting the atmosphere of faith. Setting the atmosphere of faith. Let us pray. Gracious Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, God, for this very hour. We ask now, God, that you would come in all of your glory. Come in all of your power. And Father, as you come, open our hearts and our minds to you. God, we want to hear from you today. We want your fresh oil and your fresh anointing to fall afresh upon us today, O God. And then, Father, I pray that you would fill me afresh. Use me for your will and for your glory. And I ask, Lord, that you would open our ears and help us to listen. Open our eyes, for we want to see Jesus. Then open our hearts that we might receive him. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Blessed Holy Ghost. Amen. Setting the atmosphere of faith. We are coming to the conclusion of our series, Faith Strong. Today will be the final message in that series. And we've been talking about faith and we've been talking about developing faith and we've been talking about what faith means to us and how faith plays an important part in our life. But today we wanna come to a place where we come to the the understanding that in our faith, we gotta begin to set the atmosphere around us for faith. We gotta begin to saturate the places around us so that we can walk in faith so we come to this closing message of our series faith strong and we want to talk about setting the atmosphere of faith when you look at the news and maybe you did like i did and you got up this morning and you know i turned on my computer to do some things and and i noticed that the browser page that came up and it's 21 years ago today that our nation was attacked. It was 21 years ago that life here in the United States changed. And I can tell by the looks on some of your faces that it was a forgotten thing. Well, 21 years ago, we experienced a terrorist attack. But the one thing that alerted me is when i began to open my browser and i noticed that most of the headlines that were on the browser were had something to do with sports they were talking about how texas a m lost to Appalachian. they were talking about how deon sanders and in, in jackson state are ending the the uh, southern heritage uh, football game that they had played in for so many years and There were so many political ads on there. There were so many celebrity things on there. But there was not one thing on there about the attacks from 9-11. There was not one mention of this being the anniversary of 9-11. They were talking about Sue Bird retiring from the WNBA after a couple of decades of good play they were talking about the security officials having a horrified opinion about the the files that they found down at mar-a-lago all of these things were on the home feed and none of these things were talking about what happened back in 9 11. so it began to help me to see that as most people thought that has just become something that has happened in our past over the years over these few years these 20 some odd years it has become a distant memory and it was proven on today that there was nothing there to show that anybody was thinking about 9-11 now maybe there are maybe I just didn't see it maybe it wasn't on my feed but but what I saw when my computer came up that the events of happened on 9-11 in 2001 were just a temporary effect on our nation. But there is one thing that we must understand and know when it comes to effects on us. Faith has to have an ongoing effect on our life. It can't be a temporary experience. It, it can't be something that we think about today and we no longer think about tomorrow. But faith has to become an important part of our life and it has to become a consistent part of our life. It has to help us to grow and, and move. Our faith has to grow and blossom as we move year to year. It has to grow and blossom as we continue to walk through life. Our faith has to grow stronger and stronger as we continue to walk from year to year. Your faith should be stronger at this point in life than it was last year at this time. Your faith should be stronger tomorrow than it is today. Your faith should be stronger a year from now than it is today. But we have to make sure that we are setting the atmosphere for faith to grow and develop. You see, we have to learn to change the atmosphere of our lives so that we can walk in strong faith. Well, Jones, how do you come to that place? How do you come to that place where you're setting the atmosphere of faith? Our text kind of helps us to see what Abraham did to set the atmosphere of faith surrounding the circumstances he found himself in at that moment. And the first thing that I noticed that Abraham did was he communicated with God we've got to make sure that we communicate with God look at the text and what the text said there in that first and second verse it says sometime later God tested Abrams faith and Abraham called God called yes he replied here I am take your son your only son yes Isaac whom you love so much and go to the land of Moriah go and sacrifice him as a burnt offering on one of the mountains, which I will show you. Abraham communicated with God. And when he began to communicate with God, it began to transition him in his faith walk. First of all, I see that Abraham received a word from God. We've got to make sure that we receive a word from God. And I, and I love that, that, that uh, definition that Bishop Starnes gives us. is Our trusting response to what God has said or promised. We respond to the word of God. We respond to what God has said. We respond to what God is saying. So when we receive a word from God. Abraham received a word from the Lord. That told him to, to go, to move. Oh, the word told Abraham to move. Take your son, your only son, and take him and go to a mountain which I will show you. How many of us are willing to move on a word that the Lord gives us? If we're going to communicate with God, we got to come to a place where we're willing to move on the word that God has given us. If we're not going to move on the word that God has given us, there's no sense in us talking and getting a word from the Lord. But if we get a word from the Lord, if we're asking God to speak into our life, we've got to make sure that we're willing to move on that word. You understand that Abraham moved on a word that told him to take his only begotten son, his only son, the promised son, and take him to a mountain and sacrifice him. That's the word that Abraham received from the Lord. That's the word that Abraham got to take the son of promise, to take the son that you waited so long for, to take him to a mountaintop and sacrifice him there. Make the needed sacrifice is what we got to ask ourselves. Are we willing to make the needed sacrifice when we get a word from the Lord? There are times in our life when God will give us direction, but he may give us a a word that will cause us to have to make a sacrifice in life. Amen. Are you willing to give God what he asked for? When you get a word from the Lord, are you willing to give him what he asked for? If God asks us to do something that may cost us, If he asked us to do something that that may change and transition our life, are we willing to give it to him? Are we willing to give God what he's asked for? I pray that you will move to that point in life where you're willing to give God what he's asked for when i learn to give god what he's asked for i learned that i can live a blessed life because if god asks me for something he's got to make something he's going to make something happen on the other end of what he's asked me for if he asks me to do something hard and difficult god's got to be getting some type of glory out of what he asked me for and therefore i've got to make sure that i'm willing to give him what he's asked for it may be difficult it may be hard but give god what he asks for And then Abraham accepted the guidance of the Lord. Notice how he said, he he said, go to a place that I will show you. Well, Abraham's been there before he's been in a place before where he's had to trust the Lord. When God first called Abraham, he said, I want you to pick up and go to a place that I will show you. He didn't tell Abraham where he was going. He didn't tell Abraham when he would get there. He just said, pick up and go and I'll show you when you get there. In other words, when you arrive at where I want you to be, I will let you know when you arrive to where I want you to be. I will let you know that this is the place that you're supposed to be. Many of us got to come to a place of understanding. God has us on a journey and we haven't got to where he wants us to be yet. But when we get there, he'll make sure that we understand and know this is the place that I want you to be. This is the place that I've ordained for you to walk in. This is the place where I need you to express your faith. This is the place that I've been leading you and guiding you to. You've been walking along the way. You've been following my lead along the way. You've been faithful and you've been walking by faith on this journey. And now I've got you in the place that I want you to be. That not only applies physically, but that also applies spiritually. There are some places that God wants us to be spiritually, but we haven't gotten there yet. He's been trying to get us there. He's been getting us to walk by faith, trying to get us to walk and make the sacrifices that are needed so that we can be in that spiritual place that God wants us to be. You'll know when you get there because God will make it known to you. You'll know when you get there because God will manifest that this is the place that you're supposed to be. He'll let you know in such a way that there'll be no doubt in your mind that you've arrived in a place that God wants you to be but we've got to learn that if we're going to walk by faith if we're going to set the atmosphere of faith we've got to learn to communicate with God but not only must we learn to communicate with God we've got to learn to demonstrate trust in God yes we've got to learn to demonstrate trust in God look at the third verse it said the next morning Abraham got up early he saddled his donkey and took two of his servants with him along with his son Isaac then he chopped wood for the fire for a burnt offering and set out for the place God had told him about Abraham demonstrated his faith by his actions you see we talk a lot of times about having faith in God We talk a lot of times about believing God, but you don't show that you believe God until you act on the word that God has given you. Hallelujah. You don't show faith in God until you begin to move according to the word and the will of God. That's when you start to demonstrate that you trust the Lord. That's when we demonstrate that we're walking by faith and not by sight. Some of us are still looking at what we're, where we're going. We're still walking by what we see rather than by what God has said. Some of us are still walking by what the Lord, uh, what, the, what the world is telling us rather than walking about what God has said. Uh, some of us are still walking about what we think about our situation. Rather than what God has said about our situation. We've got to learn to walk by faith and not by sight. But it starts with us understanding I've got to demonstrate a trust in the Lord. Abraham rose up and moved on the word of God. Yes, he rose and moved on the word that God had given him. Get up and go to a place that I will show you. Abraham rose up early that morning and he gathered up his son and he gathered the the servants with him and he began to move out according to what God had said. But notice this, he said also that he was willing to surrender to God's request. Remember when God said, I need you to take your son, your only son and take him on the mountain that I show you and sacrifice him there. Uh Abraham's moving shows me that he was willing to surrender to give God what he asked for. He was willing to surrender to the request that God had made on him and on his son. He was willing to take his only son, the son of promise. He was willing to take him and sacrifice him on the mountaintop that God was going to show him. That's trusting and that's demonstrating his trust in God. You'll get that a little later. He demonstrated trust in God by saying that I'm going to take Isaac and I'm, and I'm going to take him with me. And we're going to go as God declared. And we're going to go in a place that God will show us. But again, he demonstrated his trust in God because he followed the guidance of God. Remember, again, he's walking to a place that he doesn't know yet, but he just has to move out and go to the mountaintop. He was going on the guidance of God. He was moving on the direction of God. He demonstrated his trust in the Lord by following the guidance of God. Many of us got to learn to follow the guidance of God. We got to learn to follow the voice of the Lord. Well, maybe we got to stop and know when we hear the voice of the Lord. And until we learn to hear the voice of God, I would suggest that you get in the word of God and begin to read the word daily. Begin to put the word of God in your heart. Begin to meditate on the word of God day and night. Because when you get the word down on the inside of you, it has a way of beginning to speak to you. God will begin to speak to you by the word that you place on the inside of you but if we're not putting any word in us then how do we expect the spirit of God to pull up that word again and put us in remembrance of it we've got to learn before until we hear learn how to hear the voice of God we've got to learn to get in the word and let the word speak to us and that that word speaks to us it leads us and guides us through life Abraham got his direction from God and his direction from God he fully accepted it and followed it that's another note for us We can't half follow the word. Uh, Amen. We want to follow half of what God said and not the whole of what God said. uh When we follow the half of what God said, we may only get half of what God has for us. But if you want all that God has for you, you got to begin to walk again by faith. Walk on the whole word of God. Don't walk on part of the word of God. Don't walk on half of the word of God, but walk in all that God has said to you. Walk in all that God has revealed to you in his word. And if we walk by faith in what God has said, and we walk faithfully in what God has said to us, the whole part of what he said, not just half of it, but the whole of it. What if Moses would have went to that that ocean that day and he began to, God told him to stretch out his rod and Moses just stood there. He would not have experienced all that God had for him. What if if some of the other people in the Bible, if David, who was a man after God's own heart, what if he did not follow wholeheartedly what the Word of God said? He would not have experienced everything that God had for him. we got to stop following the Word in part and begin to follow it wholly. Follow it wholeheartedly. Follow it with all of our trust. As Mariah said, we got to learn to lean on the Word of God with all of our heart and all of our mind. we got to learn to lean on the Word of God and not to our own understanding. So we got to learn to demonstrate a trust in God, but not only once we learn to demonstrate a trust in God, we've got to make sure that we also journey with expectation. Look at what it tells us in that fourth verse. It tells us there in that fourth verse that as Abraham journeyed. He said, on the third day of their journey, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. Uh -uh. One, Abraham went like God told him to do. He left and moved like God told him to move. But Abraham also was looking for the place that God was leading him. Abraham had an expectation of arriving expectation of getting to where God wanted him to be. But he knew that he had to fully trust God. He knew that he had to fully walk in the word that God had given him in order to get where God was wanting him to be in order to receive what he was expecting from God. He had to walk wholeheartedly in the word of God. He had to walk with expectation. My question for you today is, are you looking for God to shift the atmosphere around you? you? Are you looking for God to move in your life? Are you walking in expectation to God moving and doing something in your life? Or do you have no expectations at all? If we are going to be people of faith and if we're going to walk by faith, we've got to have some expectations on God. We've got to expect God to move. I expect God to move in my life. I expect God to answer my prayer. I expect God to lead and guide me, but I also expect God to discipline me when I don't do what he's asked me to do. I expect God chastise me when I get out of line but I expect God to move in my life I expect God to have his way but I also expect God to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I could ask or think Mm, Amen. but I expect God to give a word too when there's a situation I expect God to give a word I expect God to guide me on this journey. Do you expect God to guide you on this journey of life? Do you expect God to show up and make a way out of no way? Do you expect God to do the miraculous? Do you expect God to do the things that you could not do on your own strength? Because I have an expectation, I will move on his word. We've got to look at Abraham and say that it was the expectation that he had that he was moving on the word of God. It was the expectation that he had that God would get him to where he wanted to be, that he kept walking by faith, even though he did not know where he was going, even though he did not know when he was going to get there. The text said he looked up and he knew that that was the place. Because God had communicated to him, I will show you, and when you get there, I'll let you know. But he was looking, he had expectation on arriving at the place that God wanted him to be. I expect God to shift the atmosphere around me. Yes, we can look at our lives sometime and we can feel that there's a tension in the air, but we got to learn to shift the atmosphere. We got to learn to, by faith, shift the atmosphere around us. That means we got to talk to God. That means we got to demonstrate trust in his word. And as we do so, I expect God to move. I expect him to transform the atmosphere. I expect it to be transformed because of the faith that I shown in God, not the faith that I can have in faith, but the faith that I have in him, the faith that I have in his word will transform and shift the atmosphere around me because I've shifted to an atmosphere of faith I've shifted to an atmosphere of trusting the Lord I've shifted to an atmosphere where I'm focusing on the word of God and not my will I'm focusing on the word of God and not what I want and desire but I'm focusing on God and what he desires and I'm willing to give him what he wants I'm willing to make the sacrifices that he's asked for because I want the atmosphere around me to be shifted but he had a journey of expectations. And the last thing that I want us to see out of the text is this, and he tells us that you got to speak with faith. You got to speak with faith. If you notice in that fifth verse, he says, stay here with the donkey. Uh Abraham told the servant, the boy and I will travel a little further. We will worship there and then we will come right back. Uh-huh. <laughs> he speak, he was speaking with faith. Notice what he told the servant. You got to go back to what he was told. He said sacrifice your son. Your only son. On a mountain that I will show you. But when Abraham gets to the point Where he's in the place that God was calling him to be. He's moved by faith to what God has asked for. And he's completing the task of giving God what he's asked for. And that is to sacrifice his son. And Abraham has come into that place now. But when he's about to go on the mountaintop, he knew that this was only a place where he and Isaac could go. And he said that the only way that I'm going to come out of this thing now is God has got to do something and so he begins to speak now with words of faith and he says me and the lad me and the boy we're gonna go up on the hill and worship and then we're gonna come right back oh y'all missed that I'm going up here because God asked me to go. I'm being guided by the word of God and the voice of God and I'm following, I'm demonstrating trust in the Lord. But what he's asked me for is a sacrifice. What he's asked me for is to give up my one and only son. What he's asked me for is gonna cross me greatly. But I'm willing to give God what he's asked for. And so as he makes his way up the hill with Isaac, he's going up the hill all the way, but he's already spoken a word of faith. At the valley of the situation, he spoke a word of faith, but as he made his way to give God what he wanted, as he made his way up the hill to sacrifice his son, Isaac, and then you read the rest of the story, Isaac began to talk to his father. He said, I see the fire. I see the wood but what about the sacrifice and Abraham spoke another word of faith he said son the Lord will provide and as they make their way up that mountaintop he's speaking a word of faith he's positioned himself in faith he's positioned himself in the word of faith and he begins to speak from a position of trust in the sovereign Lord he begins to speak from a position of trusting that God knows all things that God is in control of all things and if God is going to Work this out for his good. And no matter what God is asking for, he's going to make it better on the other end. He's walking by faith, and faith will become a regular part of your speech if you keep speaking by faith. Yes, faith has to become a regular part of our speech. We got to stop talking in doubt. We got to stop talking in disbelief. We got to stop talking in maybe or I don't know. And when it comes to God, we ought to say, I know the Lord will make a way. I know the Lord will bring me out. I know the Lord will get me through. I know the Lord would get me over. We got to stop talking in doubt and begin to speak in faith. And as we speak in faith, he told the young men, we will go and worship and be right back. He knew that the sacrifice was a part of worship. And he knew that God was asking him to give his son in sacrifice, to give his son in worship, not worship his son, but to give his son in worship. And as he was willing to do so, he told Isaac, the Lord will provide. He told Isaac that God would make away that God will show up in our situation that God is going to have to do something because he don't know how he's going to explain this to his wife when he gets back home he doesn't know how he's going to explain to his wife where is Isaac well I took him on a hill called I took him up there and I sacrificed him I took him up there and I did that why did you do that Abraham because God told me to so I took him there and I gave him up I took him there and I sacrificed I gave God what he asked for I gave God the blessing that he asked for I gave God the offering that he asked for so his wife has to be pleased on the other end of this thing so Abraham doesn't know what's going to happen but he's following the guidance of God he's following the word of God and I want us to know today that we can change the atmosphere of our life when we need to do it we need to know that we need to speak to God we need to talk to the Lord we need to have a word with God and we need to demonstrate faith in God but then we need to journey with expectation as we make our way through this world have expectation Of God. When we make our way through this world, ask God to move and then expect Him to move. But as we do so, we got to start speaking faith. We got to start talking faith talk. We got to start talking the goodness of God. We got to start talking that God can do anything but fail. When we think about that, can you trust God when you're at the task that's too difficult? Can you trust God when it hurts? Can you trust God when it costs too great? Can you trust God when you don't know all of the details? If you trust me, I can lead you through this world. If you trust me, I can change your walk. If you trust me, I can change your talk. I can shift the atmosphere around you. I can transition you from non-faith to faith. If you just trust me, I can make a way out of no way. But this is what I want you to know. I can tell that Abraham was speaking faith talk because he understood that God could not allow him to sacrifice his only begotten son. Because one thing God told him that I'm going to bless you and I'm going to bless you through your seed. He made the mistake of trusting uh, uh, his wife and they had Hagar and they had Ishmael. He made the mistake of trying to do it his own way, but God said, that's not the promise. Yes, Ishmael came about and Ishmael was permitted, but Ishmael is not the promise. I told you that I was going to bless you through your doom and Sarah. I told you that it was going to be between you and Sarah that the promised child comes into the world. And now God has put him on the spot, the promised child, the promised son, the one that the blessing was going to flow through the one that the generations will come out and make a great nation how is that now being asked for as a sacrifice Abraham understood that God's gonna have to do something here because he's asking me to sacrifice the promise and I know that God doesn't break his promises so he's gonna have to do something so what Abraham does is I'm gonna give God what he's asked for I'm gonna do what God has asked me to do and when God comes out on the other end the promises still got to be intact because he gave me a promise. He told me that I could look in the sky and I couldn't count the number of descendants that I was going to have. He told me to try to count and I couldn't count. He told me that I was going to be blessed and that my name would be blessed and that I will bless all nations of the world. But how can that happen if Isaac goes on this mountain and dies? But what God has to do is he has to test Abraham's faith to see if Abraham would give up the precious thing. He tests Abraham's faith to see if Abraham would give up that which he loved the most. And Abraham was willing to give God what he asked for. And because of that, Abraham found himself up on the mountaintop with a hammer and ready to drop it. He had the knife in his hand and he was ready to come down and make the sacrifice. But God said, hold your hand, Abraham. Now I know that you love me. Now I know that you trust me. Now I know that you're walking by faith. Now I know that I'm going to shift the atmosphere of faith around you. I'm shifting the atmosphere of your life. You're going to be a man of faith. You're going to be the father of faith. You're going to be the one who start this faith journey for others and because you started this faith journey because you're walking by faith and not by sight I shifted the atmosphere around you Abraham hold your hand there's a ram caught in the bush God spoke a word to Abraham that day and he showed him just what he said I'm going to put a ram in the bush for you and Abraham got the ram that he was looking for he got the, the sheep that he was looking for and he found a way that a word that he said the lad and I will go up and we will worship and we'll be right back he did it ex- exactly what he said he would do because he trusted God he knew that God was going to make a way out of that situation he knew that God was going to make a way out of no way and he spoke the words of faith knowing that God was going to show up and that God was going to bless him and bring him through but many of us have got to learn to shift the atmosphere of faith We've got to shift the things that are around us. We've got to begin to walk in a stronger way with our faith. And it starts with us communicating with God. It starts with us understanding we've got to talk to God. We've got to have a word from the Lord. But not only do we got to talk to God, we've got to demonstrate that we trust what God says. We've got to move and live by what he's telling us. And as we do so, we journey by faith. We journey with expectations in our heart that we're expecting God to move. We're expecting an answer from God. We're expecting for God to change things. We're expecting God to deliver. We're expecting God to show up. But we speak with words of faith. Until your situation changes, keep speaking words of faith. Until there's a transition, keep speaking words of faith. The enemy will try to creep in and speak words of doubt. But show that you trust God and keep speaking words of faith. And when it's all said and done, you'll be blessed. When it's all said and done, you'll change the atmosphere around you. You'll be walking in an atmosphere of faith and not doubt. You'll be strongly convicted and and strongly stand in the word of God. You'll have faith strong. Because you're walking by faith and not by sight. You'll be faith strong because you're trusting in the Lord without a shadow of doubt. So as we close this series, faith strong. I urge you today, begin to set the atmosphere of faith around you. Begin to look at the challenges of life. And begin to see the problems, the issues that are there. And begin to get a word from God. Speak to God. Talk to him. Pray And then begin to set the atmosphere and watch God move. Watch God show up and turn it around. Amen. Amen. Maybe there's one here today. You've not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Today is a good day to come. Begin to set the atmosphere of faith in your life. Start with believing and trusting God for your salvation. Start with believing and trusting God that he can save you. Is there one? Is there one? Is there one? Maybe you're here today and you say, well, I've, I've already got a walk of faith with God. But I need a place to grow. I need a place to worship. I need a place that I can call home. Come and be a part of the Wesley Zion Church. Come and be a part of this body of believers. Come and be a part of this family of God. Is there one salvation church membership? Is there one? 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 Make your election and calling sure as we've seen this last few weeks, we've never known. It may be our turn next. So make sure that you have your destination set before it's everlasting too late. Is there one? Is there one? Most gracious Father, we thank you, we bless you. We give glory, we give honor to you, God. And we ask God that in all of your glory and in all of your power, come God. Come Father and give us a word. Give us a word that we can trust and believe in. Give us a word that will guide us in our moves in life. And God, let your spirit indwell us and inhabit us, oh God. Let your spirit, God, help us to move and demonstrate trust in your word. And then as we journey with expectation, we will look, oh God, for the movement we will look God for the activity that you're doing here in the earth we will look God for the activity that you're doing in our life and then God until we see what we've asked you for until we see the word that you have declared we will speak words of faith we will speak words that encourage and speak words oh God that uplift we will speak words that show that we trust in you so, Father, we bless you. We thank you. We give glory and honor to you. It's in the name of Jesus Christ that we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you for tuning in today. We pray that this message was a blessing to you. If it was, drop us an email at WesleyOnMaine at Yahoo.com. That's WesleyOnMain at Yahoo.com to let us know how this message has touched your life. Until next time, God bless.